Hi, I'm Jaslyn, and I don't know how tall trees grow, but it must be pretty tall. What the fuck? <laughs> I was looking at trees. Um, hi, I'm Ellen, and uh, English is my first and only language, and I never really learned how to how to speak it. Or anything else. And and we are very low-key. High expectations. Nah, let's get more energy than that. One, two, three, four. High expectations! That was the last of my energy for the day. That's, I'm done. I'm so done. I feel like we're going to be so fry today. I'm very vocal fry. Yeah, I've... <laughs> I've been sick this past weekend, so I'm a little bit croaky, but... I have no excuse. I'm just fabulous, I guess. Speaking of bands, I just wanted you guys to all know that Jaslyn doesn't like Dragon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, she just drags on Dragon. Your exact words were, they're an old shit band. (laughs) Pretty sure that's what you said. And you were like, that's why Woman is shit, because Dragon plays. Okay. Aren't they like a classic? Womad is a world music festival. Yes. Dragon are a band that basically <laughs> had one or two hit songs in the 70s. Can I just can I just ask something? Do they play music though? Yes, they do. Do they play that music in the world? Yes, they do. <laughs> so are they technically like a world music band? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you were so just so harsh. It's like I just don't well, think anyone had any strong just, opinions about Dragon. I just don't feel like Dragon is a big draw cut. I suppose it's not really, but like they're a bunch of guys who had a hit song in the seventies. What songs did they sing? Fifty years later, they're like banging on. <laughs> it's been fifty years. They sing um, April Sun in Cuba. Oh, that's such a good song, though. They've got quite a few good songs. I'm not saying the songs they have aren't good. The April Sun in Cuba. Oh, that's a good song. I'm just saying. They must be like, how long ago was the 70s? 40 years ago? It must have been in their 20s then. Is it like 60, 70-year-old guys playing those two songs that were popular yeah, in the but 70s? Like, but like I, okay, fair enough. But like I said, like the Rolling Stones are in their seventies, and they're also playing songs that are in the, that were you know big in the seventies, and they still rock. So I don't see your point. There's a difference between the Rolling Stones and Dragon. I, I completely agree. All right, that's agree because that is true. Cool. But I don't get like oh playing songs from the seventies and being in your seventies like that's not a good Fair argument. I'll, I'll accept that. All right. Yeah, no, okay, so Dragon aren't really the best draw card. No. They're, they're a decent band, and they're not really world music, so I'll agree with no. that as well. That's a band from New Zealand. <laughs> anyway. It's just so weird to have a strong opinion about, like, this obscure New Zealand band that everyone who's listening will probably have to Google, yeah. most people, anyway. This is your mid, mid-episode mid music argument. <laughs> it's mad. Oh, also, God. I just wanted to bring up that that happened, like, a week or so ago. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm going to bring that up on the podcast. Because I want to say, Jaslyn's dragon on dragon. 
because that's how intense I am. God, London is full of crime. Speaking of crime in London, my aunt told me this story. She lived there for a long time and she was just coming home from work, I think. And there was this kind of like very, very tense scene she came across and there was one guy at knife point with another guy and no one was saying anything and everyone was just like standing away from them not doing anything about it Creeping. which is so fucked up eh this is what she told us which i just am like how did you have this courage apparently she walked over to the guy with the knife and she's like you don't want to do this you don't you don't want to stab him like that's that's not a good that's not a good thing to do like just just no one's gonna tell anyone just put the knife down and then i think he did but yeah like it's pretty plausible like that mm. that kind of thing could happen because it's just such a big city and there must be so many pockets of like dark places but also just so much violence and crime that people just overlook all the time because it's just so common sure mm. i like that there was like a slogan they wanted to bring in for stanford of make stanford great again <laughs> yeah and it's obviously an unintentional maybe trump got his slogan <laughs> From Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz responsible for Donald Trump. (laughs) Let us know. Highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com. I think that there's a lot to be said for... Did you not like my story? (laughs) No, no. It was was reminding me of when um, I don't want to one-up you. It reminded me... You can one-up me? I'm very interested. It reminded me of when I was in Portland... Yep. And some dumbass pulled a gun out <gasps> in this park by where the light rail station is. And we were like, let's get on the train. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you totally went up me. Sorry. No, it's okay. I wasn't even there for this the other story. Yeah. I haven't witnessed any, like, New Zealanders, by comparison, relatively calm, you know, and mm. crime-free. But maybe there's a big conspiracy keeping it all crime-free and nice and everything shagging along. Oh, this is a big conspiracy. Can be. <laughs> Maybe Jacinda Ardern is in on it. <laughs> Do you think Jacinda Ardern is in on it? The New Zealand Prime Minister? <laughs> Please write in and tell us. <laughs> oh, evil Ardern. Ah, oh, nah, she's just fucking delightful. Yes. Her and her cute dead cat and her nice partner and their baby now. Yeah. It's nice. Baby Mama PM. And it's just like an all round good story because Winston Peters is going to be, you know, going to fulfill his dream of being Prime Minister of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> this is like going to be nothing to our international <laughs> listeners. Like, who's Winston Peters? All you need to know about Winston Peters is I can't even begin to describe him. He's like. He's a very charming, yes. sleazy but charming man. Sleazy but charming man. And I feel like. No one likes him, but at the same time, everyone finds him incredibly endearing. Yeah, and a lot of the elderly <laughs> like him. Yeah, he's very he's popular nice, elderly. He's that nice young man who's now in his 70s. <laughs> I remember I said, like, no one's going to vote in Bill English as Prime Minister at a dinner. And then um, my... I guess mum's stepson or stepbrother kind of thing. He's such a know-it-all and he was like, well, no one thought that Trump was going to get in. And I'm like, well, you got me on that, but like different context! Jesus! Sandra! No, no, his name's not Sandra. (laughs) That's that's something that I do struggle sometimes at like a restaurant or a cafe with someone 
Do I sit opposite them? Do I sit on like the opposite corner of the table? Definitely depends on the occasion. Or do I sit right next to them for a bit of closeness? Definitely depends on the occasion. So first date is opposite them because you actually need to get to know each other. And yeah, a lot of yeah, that is from facial expression. You have to look at them. You totally. have to hear them properly. I agree. Um, and that's best for acoustics, right? But like if you, yeah, if you have like your fifth date and you guys are real close, then you should definitely sit next to them. And <laughs> It does depend on the table style. Like some of those like ones that aren't, they're kind of boothy but not boothy where they've got like their... The padded the couch comfy seat. seat. I always the, call that the comfy yeah. seat, and I always sit in the comfy right, seat. Right, so someone gets the comfy seat, and someone else gets a boring wooden chair. So I, I normally give the comfy seat to someone else. I'm like, you have the comfy seat, I'll take the wooden chair. No, I but always have the comfy seat. both have the comfy seat? I always have the comfy Am I a selfish person? You deserve this comfy seat. <laughs> All of you at home, assess whether or not you're the person that takes the comfy seat or whether you give up the comfy seat and then it says a lot about you as a person if you take the comfy seat you're a selfish person you probably vote national and no one likes you (laughs) (laughs) I don't vote national I don't know why I'm going to vote myself we can just edit that out (laughs) Um, if you're a dog what dog would you be? I would be a border class Probably so, or maybe a border collie because I'm very lanky. I'm feeling border the collie's collie. lanky. Yeah, they're kind of like they're very loyal, shaggy and loyal, and I feel I'm feeling like lassie. You're kind of like lassie. Lassie. Kind of like a good, okay. like loyal. Wants to love people, always coming to the rescue. That's true. Okay, I'll be I'll be um lassie. I definitely be some kind of like scrappy terrier. <laughs> <laughs> Like with one, I'm actually just describing my dog with one ear like that. Question: Do the dog versions of us wear glasses? <laughs> <laughs> they wear little doggy goggles, just like Snoopy. I wonder if we can find a picture of a lassie dog. What, what is a lassie dog? Do you know some kind of? Collie? I think it's some sort of it's a collie, collie, right? Yeah, a collie, a lassie collie, and Jack Russell sitting together in a line, <laughs> and that'd be our new podcast art <laughs> that would be fantastic you could always photoshop that i mean make that happen i wonder if software. we could use snapchat photo switch face thing face swap with a picture of a dog with each other what do you think of people who use that filter i think the people who use the face swap filter are either bored at a party or they don't watch enough rom-coms and they should watch a rom-com <laughs> Or maybe listen to our podcast back catalog. People always face swap with their boyfriends. They're like, oh my god, so funny, it's me with a beard. I'm trying to think what your brother's talking about that I just don't like. And there's so many things. I just off top my head, can't think of any. I probably should have thought of some before I turned up here. Tom Cruise. Some Tom Cruise. What I don't like, what I don't like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise lately. <laughs> What's he been doing? How's Tom? People seem to really like Tom Cruise. Do you like Tom Cruise? He does seem like quite a likeable guy. Do you think he seems like a likeable... He's charismatic, I suppose you could he's say. He's very charismatic. That's what it is. But he's, that you want to like him. Because he's, he's very friendly. His religious beliefs aside, he seems like quite a decent dude. You reckon? I think Tom Cruise seems like a douchebag. There's a theory that Tom Cruise is not good at any role where he actually has to be real. Only in roles where he's actually like a douchebag. Okay, maybe. Well... Which I might agree with. I've never, met, I've never met Tom, 
but I I have listened to people who have met him talk about him that I, I guess I trust their opinions of and they're always very very praising of what a great guy he is despite the kind of public backlash against him yeah yeah Tom well Scientology is a bit crazy isn't it don't believe the hype about Scientology oh my gosh if I say that on the podcast we might get like oh yeah I mean there's a church of Scientology in Auckland I don't know that yeah I think I think you just don't talk about religion on podcasts <laughs> just trying to compare them it's a world of hurt what if it's like a religious podcast there's so many religious podcasts when you look up high expectations you get a lot of religious podcasts Guess like the high of the expectations. I bit. really hope people looking for a religious podcasts and they find us and they're shocked about hearing about fingering. <laughs> Distressed anuses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to rag on religions. You know why? Scientology isn't technically a religion. They're listed as a religion for tax purposes. There is evidence to support right. that. There is. There are entire films out there. Um dissecting the issues with Scientology. So. They don't like... And also, they don't like queers. And I don't like that. Yeah, we don't like that. We don't like that. On this podcast, we like queers. Yeah, we're not in touch. Some friendships have seasons, as people say. Yeah. And this one was a summer. No one really wanted it. It was too hot. Sweaty. Sticky. The person... The person... They... What the hell? That's that's just lines. <laughs> the person that dis disick desert desert trust. I have no idea, me. yo. The person that D word. So I want I wank I want <laughs> so I, w- I wank to end this. There, how about that? P.S. If you want me to type this out because of my writing, I can. <laughs> Wish I'd asked for that. In hindsight. That was interesting. <laughs> but all the sentiments, I was like, aha, it's so great having such a good friend. This is really yeah. heartwarming. Yeah. And now I look back and think, well, that was untrue. You didn't really mean that. Yeah. But I guess the friendship must have meant quite a lot, obviously, at a point yeah. in time. The whole act of writing somebody a letter makes you feel kind of subconscious, and you kind of seize up, and then you just kind of go on and on, and <laughs> you're trying to express something that kind of not. <laughs> I think you can be like, I'm going to write a long letter. Yeah. I want to fill these two pages, so yeah. I'll just like word diarrhea a little bit. Yeah, stream of consciousness, sort of, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, because I feel like when you're in the moment of those kind of relationships or friendships, you really feel like it is real, and that's why it hurts so much when it ends. And it's just, there's no hard and fast rule for it. You can't know if a friendship's going to be long-lasting unless it's actually long-lasting. Yeah. And that's hard. Like, the unpredictability of life, I guess. Mm. I feel like I'm talking cliches, like your friend of the letter is. But it, yeah, the the uncertainty. Yeah, because a lot can test a relationship. Yeah, you don't know what friendship is going to last until one of you dies. Yeah. No, just like a relationship. I like to think me and Jazz will be friends till we die. Well, we have to live up to your childhood letters from the last. Sorry, you're wonderful. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
That means I have to be at least around for the next time you write a letter. <laughs> Why are you so cynical? <laughs> I'll be around. <laughs> Maybe if I start writing your letters like that, you'll be like, oh, shit. It's yeah. over. But it's really important because I think a lot of people out there who are queer mm. uh, remain friends with people who don't accept them for who they are. And it's like, no, like you shouldn't actually have to tolerate that and I know it's fucking scary to you know think about not being friends with the people that you are because you might be like well if I don't have these people I'll have no one yeah but there are like-minded people out there who you would have a much happier life with and a much better friendship with and I think you know it's just paving the way to meet me obviously (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) no not just me but (laughs) so so many of your friends yeah and it's true I mean I don't tolerate that anymore and I would, I would, now I'd be wise enough to notice it and be like, why are you calling me that? Yeah. Why are you treating me different to the rest of your friends? Oh, because of that. Okay. But it's amazing what you put up with at the time that you just get so, like, friendship blindness that you're, like, you're kind of getting treated like shit, but you you think it's okay at the time because you want a certain thing in your life and you put up with that. Even when people tell you that's a bit weird, you kind of think, no, it's not because it's friends. We're just teasing each other. Yeah. Or you, I think, yeah, once you get to a certain level of friendship, you just know them so well that you use their personality traits to justify anything they do, pretty much. Like, oh, yeah, like, they're just having a bad day, and that's what they like when they're having a bad day, but they're actually a really cool person. Like, you don't even know them. Hmm. Turns out they have a bad day every day, and it's always at you. Maybe they're not that great. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people out there have their own hang-ups about their own sexuality and then they project it. It's hard, eh? Because you just take it so personally when people say mean things. I'm talking such general terms. I Mm. am very sensitive and I go out into the world and I interact and I actually go home and I feel like, one, I'm an introvert and I'm exhausted. And two, I just feel like every time I leave the house and I interact with other human beings, someone says something to hurt my feelings. But the thing that you have to remember is that it's so about them, not about you. Oh, I feel like we've all been there. Like, my whole childhood is that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just want to make something into something that it's not. And, like, you, yeah, you tolerate shitty behavior because you want love and affection. <laughs> it's so sad, eh? And then, like, there's people out there that feel just like you and are caring. And, like, no mm. one's fucking perfect, but, like so much better than people <laughs> that you've been tolerating who just kind of suck yeah but you feel like you have no other options that's the problem so what you're saying is like you should make heaps of friends and then if some of them turn out to be shitty you won't be in a place where you're like oh but they're my only friends yeah i can't and then i'll be lonely i'll just put up with this abuse it's actually rife mm. like people treating other people poorly just all the time like, at the moment, I'm trying really hard to, like, mentally not judge people before I know them and to let stuff go and, you know, just, like, not let feelings take over me. And it's mm. so hard. And can you just imagine what the whole world would be like if all of us did this all the time? <laughs> you know? If we just, like, let petty shit go. Yeah. We'd all probably be a lot happier. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to know because you can't say to somebody who's in... A friendship or a relationship that happens to be toxic you can't say mm. like this is obviously isn't working like i have seen you in other relationships <laughs> that i feel like that and you've seen me in relationships that have been like that 
But you can't, you just mm. actually can't say to the other person, like, no, that's sucky, that's shitty. I would even, like, just listen to you and talk you around and help me see the good side of that person until the day that you were like, actually, that person's not really doing it for me anymore. And I was like, I fully support you. They just respected you for the longest time and I just couldn't say anything. Yeah. Often the person who's, you know, being abused or just not treated very well needs to see it for themselves before they really listen to other people. Yeah. And it takes a certain amount to really kind of break them when I think, hang on, I'm now woke to this. When you're really, like, blind to someone, it doesn't matter how many people tell you that. You can say, no, you're wrong. I know them better than you. It's okay. Yeah. And then you step back and you're like, holy shit, why did I tolerate that? Yeah. Did you have anyone around that could say, like, oh, they're actually treating you like shit? No, I didn't. So that's the hard bit. It feels so bad. I want to go yeah. back in time and become your friend earlier and tell you that she sucks <laughs> i wouldn't tell you that she sucks but you know be there for yeah. you when she sucks so you didn't feel like she was your only friend mm-hmm. i've so been there so many times yeah i remember when i was 23 and like i did honestly have like three close friends or 22 and like two of them were too busy and then the other one fell through and I just felt so lonely and all I wanted in the world was a new close friend. And then I met you. You did. Yeah, I did. And I need a new best friend as well. Yeah, I just, it was crazy. It was like the universe heard us both be like, I want a new good friend. And mm-hmm. then just like thrust us into each other's worlds. No. I honestly feel like, like, I don't believe in like the universe and like everything is meaning. But when I think about how we met, I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. like, we were both like, we're lonely, help us. And I remember I was like, I want to I wanna be friends with somebody who gets me, who's like quite mature, like, it's just really cool. Just the way that I like, thought in my head that I wanted my friend to be, you appeared and you were it. <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> just sent into your life through your wishes. <laughs> Have we ever told our origin story on the podcast? We haven't. And I'm like, hmm. We've kind of hinted at it sometimes. Oh, I'm okay. Like, when, do we, when do we do it? <laughs> we suppose we could dedicate a whole episode to it. Aww. <laughs> Terrible, right? Yeah. Why do we let people have so much power over how we feel? Yeah. I guess it's not really our fault, ultimately. It's hard. Yeah. And, you know, because I, I want to be the best friend I can to someone. Everyone look at me and think, Jathan is the best friend I'll ever have. Oh my god, you go above and beyond. So, always there for me. Jathan will do it. And so I friendship hard. I put everything into it. Yeah. And it didn't come back the other way. No! <laughs> I'm just saying, I friendship hard too. Yeah. Like, so that's why we always meet each other halfway. Like, yeah. we can't be perfect all the time. That's impossible. Mm. But, like, we try our damn best. Yeah. That I I totally know that like oh oh it's like when yeah when you're in a romantic relationship person doesn't meet you halfway it's it's horrible but when you're in a friendship oh we really trust each other yeah oh that breaks my heart mm-hmm. when you put all that effort in and you just keep putting all the effort in it's just like as long as you're happy that's all good but what about my happiness and that's a problem we she never didn't care yeah and we never think about like. How do I feel about this person? Rather, we're always thinking, how do they feel about me? Oh, they think I'm such a loser. They don't like me. I'm so dumb. Mm. No one likes me. 
But then we should start asking ourselves, do I like this person? Do I like the way this person treats me? Mm. No. Be good to your friends. And if your friend's not good to you, speak up about it. Or just stop being their friend. I mean, talking thing is important. If there is a problem with your friendship, if they're really a good friend, you can go to them and say, this thing that happens really hurts my feelings. Doesn't make me feel good about our friendship. And if they're a good friend, they'll be like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize that was the, that was the case. Let's not do that part anymore. Yeah. And we'll, we'll change. And if they don't change, well, then bail. But if they're that important to you, give them a chance. People have to be willing to change, I guess, is yeah. the thing. And, like, willing to listen to you and take on that criticism. And I understand that it can be really hard to take on mm. criticism, but it's important. Yeah. But also know that you will get other friends. If you feel like they're your only friend, there's so many ways to meet new people, especially now. Yeah. Having a friendship's end is, like real dark spots and just like my history yeah like i think of breakups and i'm like oh they're all they're happy now you know or most of them yeah and like they're off just kind of living their lives and it was a good thing for them but like friendships that ended there's some friendships where we just still haven't talked it's it's brutal she was afraid that if people would think that she was a lesbian if she hung out with me or um, if he was seen with me Right? Too much. Um, I'm like, that's not how this works. People should think that she's cool because she's a cool queer friend. Yeah. Also, women are friends with women. It's totally normal. Yeah. In fact, women are actually really, really good at setting up platonic, like, you know, a platonic um, base right from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have so many female friends that if we ever had a sexual relationship, it would be fucking weird. It would be like yeah. having sex with a sibling. Yeah. I feel like with women, that can just be set up straight away. That's not to say that women can't develop feelings for each other or mm. there can be sexual or romantic tension at the beginning or midway or whatever. Yeah. But I just feel like there's so much pressure on female and male relationships to develop into a relationship because of the patriarchy. But that's just ridiculous. Like, just because you are a certain orientation doesn't mean you're going to force feelings on friends exactly. of the same gender. People are really shady about female friends that are super close they're like oh it's not normal they must be lovers it's like well maybe and that's awesome but maybe not (laughs) as well don't make it fucking weird exactly so anyway after that friendship i dated a woman and i felt great about it turns out she was a fucking train wreck but that doesn't matter (laughs) (laughs) i i haven't had like friendships end over being queer but i've had you know, people I was friends of friends with or acquaintances and just being fucking weird about it. And it's like, cool, well, we can never have a friendship then. Don't be weird about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've written, like, two songs. I was like, should I play one at the end of the episode? Yeah, why not? Of course. Maybe. Force people to listen to your music. It's a great idea. Okay. So this failed friendship inspired me to write a song. And you're going to hear it now. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
I have new Tinder match. <laughs> Was it worth interrupting our podcast? No. <laughs> yeah. I just... Everyone probably has a crush on you, Jaslyn. Probably. Probably at some point. Everyone has a crush on me, too. 